Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games and sports? Well, I have great news for you. Bet Online, they're our partners, man. Number one source for all your sports betting this season. From Major League Baseball to Pro and College Hoops, it's all there with the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. In fact, it's truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. All you have to do is head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V. It's all at betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag or your mobile device, BetOnline, where the game starts. We're not too far from the end of the big game in the NFL. The Eagles and Chiefs, boy, did they dazzle us and give us one of the great Super Bowls of all time. And it really gives you a chance to look back on the season, right? All the storytelling, rookies, of course, trying to make their way, veterans chasing the last ring. Really, it goes beyond the box score. And today's sports journalists tell compelling stories about the people under the headsets and the helmets. Well, you know what? St. Bonaventure University's online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism trains students to tell stories in an increasingly digital environment. Aspiring NFL reporters and broadcasters learn how to podcast, tell stories on social media, and identify future opportunities for audience growth. These lessons can be completed around your schedule thanks to a 100% online format. SBU is the official education partner of the Buffalo Bills and has an extensive alumni network, including Yours truly. U.S. News and World Report further confirms their academic excellence by placing SBU 20th in its ranking of regional universities in the North Region. Learn more about how St. Bonaventure can open doors to sports reporting careers at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Burn Dairy, Welch & Company Jewelers, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, and our great friends at Rosie's Corner. Stop by each and every week for Fish Friday with the mac and cheese, coleslaw, and french fry sides. Rosie's Corner is amazing. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. What is next for the Kansas City Chiefs? Heading into 2023... Let's just get a couple things straight, okay? A few things have not changed. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. That's the most important position in the sport. He is the face of the NFL. Well, actually, maybe that changed a little bit because Tom Brady. In fact, I have some basement scumbag troll getting after me on YouTube. Like, oh, well, you know, when because I, I did a bunch of videos on Mahomes now being the face of the NFL, and part of it had to do with Brady retiring, and he was like, oh, yeah, in other news, the sky is blue. It's like, well, clearly you didn't listen to it. You just read, you know, the headline. <clears throat> you know, you just, you just read what I what I said in the title, but you didn't actually listen and watch the video because that's, you know, that's where we're at these days. Um, so let's leave the face of the NFL out for, for, for a second. The things going into 2023 that have not changed in recent years, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback at the most premium position in all of sports. He is absolutely unbelievable, isn't he? Andy Reid is the best coach in football right now, period. You can't argue it. And they have the best general manager in the game in Brett Veach. You know, look, I'm a huge Bills fan, but 
Yeah, Brad Veach has been GMing, and I love Brandon Bean. I think he's done a great job. But I think Brad Veach is just running circles around everybody else right now, including Brandon. I really do. I, I mean, the, the way this guy drafted just this past year compared to Buffalo, just this one year, right? It, it's amazing. I mean, Sean McDermott has trouble getting the offensive line going. He's terrible in January. Um, you know, and and all these different personnel things in, 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 in the war room and this and that. And Brandon Bean, you know, he's had some really good drafts. But they refused to give rookies – you know, more power than they need and all the rest. And there's different guys who have not stepped up as first and second rounders the last couple, what, one, two, three years. Yeah, Kansas City's rookies dominated. You see Karloftis, you see McDuffie, you see uh, Pacheco. <laughs> it's just it's just not, Brett Beach is just doing his thing, man. Um, so the Chiefs enter with those things, and, and I don't think anything's changed, you know. I, I know that they may have not gone to a Super Bowl or two, uh, you know, since Mahomes took over in 2018, but um, even so, they go to a Super Bowl or they make the AFC Championship game. I mean, this is a franchise that's been to five straight AFC title games. They've gone to three of the last four Super Bowls and won two. They're the standard franchise. They win 13, 14 games every year in the regular season. It's a remarkable, remarkable franchise right now. I mean, they are the lead dog by far. So having gotten everything out of the way from that regard, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, their cap is about $223 million in a $224 to $225 million cap, you know, hard cap number. Hard cap number. And we know that Patrick Mahomes is going to be taking home some money next year again. $46 million. $46,793,381 is his cap hit. <laughs> I would pay him $146 million. I mean, I really would. Are you kidding me? The amount of money he's making back to the franchise, $46 million is a drop in the bucket. Mm. I'm just trying to make ten grand somewhere, you know? I'm just trying to make ten more grand. That's all I'm trying to do. Frank Clark, $30 million. Wow, north of $30 million. $28 plus for Chris Jones. I didn't realize that those guys made that much money. Joe Tooney. Boy, I love spot track. Joe Tooney, 22 plus. Kelsey, 14 plus, worth every penny. Justin Reed, 12 plus. Um, almost 13. Valdez Scantling, 11 million. Harrison Bucker, 5 million plus. That's a lot for a kicker. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I cut him in a heartbeat, by the way. 3.4 million and change. And then it goes on and on and on and on, right? I I I gotta I gotta tell you. <laughs> the only move I make here, because I think Chris Jones. Tons left in the tank. Arguably the best defensive player in the NFL right now. He might have surpassed Watt and Donald this past year. I don't know. He's arguably in the discussion. Uh, I would not cut him. And I, and I say that and somebody goes, Whoa, what you I'm just laying it out there that anything's possible because the salary cap continues to be overrated because you can cut anybody at any, any time and save money. But I would not cut Chris Jones. I got to tell you, a lot of people have been talking like, oh, I wonder Frank Clark coming. No, no, no. I wouldn't touch him either. Maybe you could restructure a deal for the last year or two. I wouldn't touch it. I would leave Clark and, and Jones right there because they have been anchors in helping me get to Super Bowls on the defensive side uh, of the football. The only guy really, or maybe a couple of guys I would I would cut, um, I, I, I would probably cut Valdez Scantling. I mean, that seems a little ridiculous at $11 million. Um, and then, you know, maybe you're, you're looking at, Edwards E. Larry cut. Yeah, you're probably saving fifteen million with those. I, I would, I would, I would slash those two, and I would keep the roster the same from A to Z. I swear to God. 
Canary's Tony's making under $2 million. What? George Karloftis, 2.7. What? Yeah, I mean, I know, rookie deal, I get it. Ladarius Sneed, 2.9. What? Wait, what? Trent McDuffie, 3.1 to absolutely outcover everybody compared with, you know, the likes of the Bengals and Bills. I mean, I, this roster is still great. I mean, still great if you cut those people is what I'm saying. So, um, fun stuff. Chiefs are rolling. And I'm going to get into a couple other things in terms of what's next for this team. But really, the flat-out fact is, or facts, they have the best quarterback in the NFL. That's the most premium position. They have the best general manager in football. They have the best head coach in football. Brett Beach, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, probably the best OC in terms of Eric Bieniemy, right? Offensive coordinating that offense. They have arguably the best defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnuolo. Okay. The Chiefs are the favorites. That's that's the bottom line. They are the favorites. More on Kansas City in 2023 coming up next on the ML Sports Platter. Brought to you by Burn Dairy. The ML Sports Platter back with you. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. What a great array of engagement rings and wedding rings, bracelets, necklaces, and a heck of a lot more at Welch & Company Jewelers, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Shop the showcase at the official jewelry store of the ML Sports Platter at welchjewelers.com. And I do want to throw a quick tip of the cap thank you out there to friends of the platform, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert, the Alonzo family, and the Swan and Whitaker families. Just cannot thank everybody enough for their support. All right, let's get to a couple more uh, nuggets here. It's my buddy Adam Shine would say, who still has not come on my show since I interned with him 23 years ago. But hey, no, no hard feelings. Um, want to get into really... I think in 2023, there's going to be a lot of teams out there chasing Kansas City, right? There's the Chargers, there's the Raiders, there's going to be the Ra- I mean, everybody, Ravens, Bills, Bengals, everybody's chasing them. But you know what? They've already done this a million times. Well, at least it feels that way. I mean, think about it. I think experience matters. And in the Super Bowl, it mattered a lot. Look at the preparation. And look, I'm not taking anything away from Philadelphia. They had an unbelievable season. They didn't beat many quality clubs, and we maybe saw them face a team that they were overwhelmed with in Kansas City, and that's fine. But, like, come on, you know? Kansas City's been in five straight championship games. They've gone to the Super Bowl in three of the last four years. They've won two of them. That experience cannot be exaggerated or overrated. Or put on a list of, oh, it doesn't matter. It matters. You get to the big game, you have rookies and McDuffie and Karloftis and all those guys. Yeah, sure, have they played on the big stage? Duh. I mean, Karloftis played at Purdue. You know, he went into the big house with 115,000 fans. He went into all Big Ten stadiums and did that. You know, over and over again. The Horseshoe and everywhere else. You know, Penn State. I mean, come on. However... Super Bowl's probably even bigger. It's a little bit different, right? I mean, so you got to prepare the guy. And, you know, you can just walk up to Patrick Mahomes any day of the week that you want at the age of 22 and go, hey, what's this like? Can you help me for 20 minutes? And he'll help you. And you learn how to deal with the hype and the pressure and the this and the that. Listen, 
the Bills went into this year with unbelievable hype and expectations, and I understand. They had the top shooting. They had the winter storms. They had to play two games in Detroit in five days, three games in 11, 12 days. They had to endure the DeMar Hamlin situation. Dane Jackson, we thought, maybe had a major head injury or spinal something on Monday Night Football in tennis, uh, against Tennessee. I was there for that game. They had to surround Dawson Knox when his brother died unexpectedly. That was difficult. Um, Matt, you know, Kim Pagula almost died, you know, going into cardiac arrest for, um, you know, their daughter saving her. I mean, I, all these things have happened to the Buffalo Bills and they still endured the sea, you know, through the season and Sean McDermott and everybody put through uh, it, but you know, and all the injuries too, right? Like Micah Hyde gone for the year, Von Miller gone for the year. Don't get me started on the multiple injuries of Jordan Poyer, Josh Allen's elbow. I mean, I got to go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. However, they went in with the hype and expectations this year and a little bit last year. And they still failed to deliver. I mean, they still had a home game against Cincinnati, right? Like, they still did. You know, 13 seconds, they had the game won, but their head coach is just not good in big game situations when it matters most in January. You know who handles expectations compared to Buffalo? Kansas City. So they're going in next year as, in my opinion, not just the favorites. I think they're the overwhelming favorites. When you give that coaching staff and that front office and all the rest another draft and another year to develop the McDuffies and the Karloftises and the Pachecos, and you have the best quarterback on the planet, you have the best tight end in, in the planet, you have the best head coach, the best GM, the best OC, the best DC, arguably. I don't know, man. I think the Chiefs are the overwhelming favorite. So we'll start with that. You know, we'll start with that. And they have the bullseye on them already. Everybody knows they're the trademark franchise. Everybody's trying to copy them. Everybody's trying to chase them. And that's where we're at. I mean, that's literally where we are at. I will say, I've got one other guy, I think, in closing here on the salary cap thing that I forgot to mention. I think $12 million is a lot of money. Actually, almost 13, 12.7 for Justin Reed. I think that's a lot of money. I really do. I might cut him too. You know, you cut him and you cut Valdez Scantling. That's $23.7 million right there. And you cut Clyde Edwards Elaire at $3.4, a little bit more. I don't know, man. You're looking at like $27 million in savings. You know, maybe you cut like a, a Michael Dan and make it an even 30. Because what does he really give you? I mean, you don't even need Michael Dan. You got George Karloftis, man. I think George Karloftis is going to be next year or the year after a top three edge rusher. And when I say edge rusher, you know, you can think hybrid position with like, you know, Von Miller, Khalil Mack kind of thing. You can think edge rusher, just straight up Von Miller. Although he's, he's, it's weird because the positions change a little bit. Like the Micah Parsons situation, he plays like four positions in one, right? You know, he's, 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 he's kind of like the stand up linebacker rusher like Lawrence Taylor and then he goes up and actually is a defensive end and then he goes back in coverage and covers the tight end and then he kind of you you know you can use him as a middle to OL and and, and, and be a spy um, all those things are taking place but if you look at the hybrid defensive end and linebacker you know Khalil Mack a little bit of Joey Bosa right a little bit of Von Miller right a little bit of you know, name the next guy, right? I mean, T.J. Watt, and he's more of just kind of just go get the quarterback, just go kill people. Um, you know, more than, you know, that that sort of Khalil Mack, you know, Von Miller sort of hybrid type deal. Um, 
But I, I think George Karloftis is going to be, however you size up the, you know, however you size up the um, edge rushing definition, let's say, I think he's going to be a top three in terms of edge rushing category by mid to late year next year. And I think he could be right there with like TJ. I mean, I, I love Karloftis coming out. He was unbelievable at Purdue. Class act, super, super competitive. I don't know. I really like him. And I think he's going to be a big-time rusher of the quarterback and a force in stopping the run game as well uh, coming up. You know, T.J. Watt is still probably the best when he's healthy. Aaron Donald's a three technique, so it's a little different for him because he's got to disrupt more in the middle. Uh, Von Miller's hurt. Who knows if he can come back. Joey Bosa and Nick Bosa both special. Nick Bosa, just a ridiculous year this past year. But you want to talk about up-and-coming, you know, edge rusher category slash defensive end only. Yeah, yeah, Josh Kalaftis is in there. ML Sports Take, thanks to my dog Cooper for uh, ending the show with that bark. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered. Delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.